guys happy halloween i'm just sitting here on my dick my balls and my asshole otherwise known as the trilogy of terror welcome to dark side's couch i'm mike hey it's james i'm shay the trilogy of terrible the terror there's like a bunch I, of different i mean i stuff. think it sounds like both are right there's like a bunch of stuff like medium out there like uh, that calls itself the trilogy of terror there's like a bunch of movies and tv shows and stuff i did i i when you said there's a bunch of stuff and you paused i did not know if you were going to talk about your dick and balls or if you were going to go talk about something else i mean we gotta talk about something there's talk about a bunch this, of stuff this stupid book that i hated <laughs> yeah my bad on that kind of i mean so first of all, this was this was a Shay pick originally at the at the at the dawn of this whole project. Uh, Shay did pick this book and put it on the list. We I should did. do the stupid. Uh, and I thought it was a winner. We should do the stupid mm. one that I picked about the guy surrounded by eyeballs and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was probably great. Uh, yeah, let, 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 okay, let's not let's not let's not run away with anything here. Uh, and I uh, yeah I, I goosed it to uh, try to have this come up because I thought first of all it would be nice if we all had uh, uh, selected a book that got picked and i also thought it would be nice if we did books from different eras which we did and uh i thought it would be nice if we had some sort of superhero presence so it's, it had all the makings and of james being a... wanted to see his spank bank from his teenage so we're years gonna, we're gonna talk about gen 13 sure yeah we're gonna talk about uh free fall the, the the teenager i was attracted to when i was younger than her but not since yeah, now it's, now it's wrong. Now I have zero interest in her. I don't find her attractive yeah. at all. I'm much more into the dudes now. I don't know who any of the characters are in, in these stories. None of them. Not even Gen 13? No, they're all cables. They, I was so, so lost. Yeah, yeah. I'll walk you through. I'll hold your hands. Thank you, because yeah. I... Starting from, do they understand what's happening to, are they all made of gold? Uh, well, like, I run the gamut of questions in my head. Well, oh no, that's are... not about Gen Thirteen. I, I'm just saying, in this book, I did not understand anything. Are you, are you talking about how they're range... all shiny? Their uh, skin is you, all I'll, shiny. I'll point it out later. I'll point it okay. out later. It's in okay. one of the. Yeah. Uh, it is Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's the big day, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and so as we do on all Halloweens, uh, we tried to learn how to whistle. Yeah. Right? I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Nope, I hurt my mouth. Shay, did you give it a shot? Were you trying it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I hurt my mouth. I think right. I try. I tried for like a half an hour every day. God, you put in a lot more time than I did. Yeah, and I, could, I still couldn't do it. We saw, so we, last episode, uh, we saw something in a comic book and we imitated it. Because yeah. that's what you do when you see things in comic books, and yeah. it's stupid yeah, we, and impressionable. We, there were these guys that hacked apart another guy, and we were yeah. like, we're going to learn to do, we're going to learn to whistle like this dude. We're going to learn to do something that happened in this book, and we picked the guy sticking his fingers in his mouth and doing the whistle. Yeah, which I still can't figure out. And Nope, did not understand, watched a video, read article. Yeah, I watched a couple videos. I almost had it a couple times. I can barely normal whistle. Like, I can just do... barely. I yeah, can do I can, a normal whistle. I, I have to like try a few times before I can do it. I, I, I've, I almost, so I did the two finger, you put the two fingers in the mouth and you roll the, and you roll the uh, four fingers technically, and you roll your, your lips over your teeth. And I tried that and I couldn't, 
I almost got a little bit of a wheeze out of it. Mm-hmm. Almost. I just, I just can't do it. I can't wrap my, my lips around my teeth. It's very hard to do, especially when your your, your fingers are already in there. Yeah, I think like, like that kind of whistling, you got to have like certain genetic dispositions in order for that to work. How much shit am I supposed to comfortably fit in my mouth? Right, I can't do it. Those prostitutes are doing the Lord's work. Yep. We've been underestimating their skill level. I haven't been. No. Those those getting quadruple pegged and they got they got two in the mouth. You ever see when they have when they have two penises in the mouth? Uh-huh, sometimes. And I would think like, oh, that's not that impressive. Turns out it's super impressive. Yeah, it's brutal. It's very, very difficult to do. They're underpaid. Yeah, they're underpaid. I agree. I think mm-hmm. everyone's underpaid though. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets a raise. Uh, I'm uh, underpaid for having to read this book. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep trying to whistle. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get this. I'm going to nail this down. Me too. I'm going to keep trying as well. I mean, like I'll all try things again in... just to see if if I can manage to hurt myself again somehow. You should. That's fucking How did dumb. you hurt yourself? I guess I pulled too hard on my mouth, but yeah. I hurt the corners of my mouth practicing. You hurt the corners? Did you like it? Uh, chap lips? Did it chap up your lips? Maybe. No, no. I didn't chap up my lips, but I guess maybe I like pulled it or something. Like I pulled the skin or something, maybe, but like it hurt. I'll eat pizza when it's too hot. It burns my mouth, Shay. It just burns it, but I'll keep eating it anyway. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you got to do the reverse in out breath. You got to, when you put it in, you got to go. I just gotta... Yeah, you got to suck yeah. all the heat off. That's right. You suck all that heat off of the pizza. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh, very spooky. All very spooky. But yeah. I'm going to keep at it. And I'm like sure all things, everyone in Audioland loved that. Well, yeah. it was about whistling, Shay. Of course they yeah. did. Like everything, this is a contest. So uh, I'm, I intend to win it, and I intend. To... I think you're ahead. I think I am. Yeah, I, think I came. I had two or three moments where I went, "Holy shit!" That was almost a no, whistle. He's got to like. No one won. Like no one whistled. No one's won yet. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the future. This is a race now. We talked yeah, about running the this marathon, is an but this is race. I'm, I'm, I'm putting the marathon training on the back burner. This is a different, a different, more important race right now. Is who can, who can do that whistle first? Yep. And if and I, I can't do it, I'm gonna hunt you both down and kill you so that I win by default. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're a petty group. Yeah. I win. <sighs> Gotcha. What was that? Uh, the, All the, right, Tanya. What was the painting contest Mr. Burns was in with Abe Simpson? The pe- oh oh uh, the the, the, the flying. He had a tattoo with the flying hellfish. The hellfish. No, a tontine. 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 Right. Like, or Mr. Tactoon? Burns is trying to kill him. Get to the uh, the paintings. Yeah, the flying yeah. hellfish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so we all suck at that. Uh, yeah. We've ruined right, your nerds. Halloween. Somebody correct us. I thought it was a ton. Oh, maybe it was a tech. Maybe it was a tontoon. You said tontoon, right? I thought that was a boat. No, yeah. I didn't say. It's, I, whatever I said did not sound like that. Guys, I was thinking. Ponti- I, think I, I was thinking of a pontoon. I think I was thinking of a pontoon. <laughs> a pontoon oh. is when when you're having sex, you when you throw your underwear out of the bed, it lands on her underwear. Oh. <laughs> That's, they, adorable. that's a pontoon and they get married when your underwear is touch when you throw them away in passion gross a tontine an tontine? annuity shared by subscribers to a loan or common fund the shares increasing as subscribers die until the last driver enjoys the whole income it's like netflix the members of gen 13 are some taunt teens 
<laughs> hey. You're not allowed to say that. Yeah, he is. Go ahead, bro. Uh, yeah, you Japan. know what? I don't know that I can. <laughs> yeah, we're in, yeah. we're in, this is this is a popular show in Japan. I just found I mean, out. So let's <laughs> let's be really gross about kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of popular, making this a popular show, uh, you guys really you got to hit up those YouTube numbers. All right. <laughs> yeah, especially in Japan. Especially in Japan. Appreciate the the the. The, the turn this show is going into. The finer points and the nuance of what we're getting into right. may only, only maybe the, the sophisticated Japanese mind can understand. Maybe we need to get, we need to have a direct one for one translation of this show in Japanese and send it to Japan. I think you just got to threaten that one day we're going to start promoting the YouTube by actual reading our YouTube link currently with all of the random ass letters. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like reciting the digits of pi. Right. I'm going to just make a bunch of fake accounts. Yeah. We might, we then, might have to do that. But then that might be my new career. It's just a uh, uh, bot farmer? Yeah, be a bot farmer. I could be I mean, a bot farmer. It's going to be one of the only jobs available in the future. Bot farming. Yeah, I yeah. do, right? Fuck it. In the future, you're only going to have like five job you opportunities. Wear yeah, dude. I'm yeah. wearing overalls right now with the, with nice. the butt flap open. Yeah. Because I'm having gay sex. Digital future oh. overalls. That's right. In the future, you can be a bot farmer or you can do something with TikTok. Those are when your I only just said options. My, when I said my back overalls were open, I was having gay sex, a Japanese man just came. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really trying to find stuff to talk about with this comic book. I'm not extending this out for just so I don't have to talk about this. So here's the thing. Book. Yeah. I, I, this is an epic example Ooh. of nothing happened. No, a lot of stuff happened. Because it just wasn't interesting. Well, no, because there was legitimately a point of where I was like, I don't know what happened because did something happen? You I know what? Yes. Story. I was a like, what happened? Did something happen? All right, let's just get into the book because yeah. you know what? It may be better going over it. It may it's be gonna good. make sense. It, it does make be. sense. Well, that well, like, yeah, never mind. Not the first <laughs> yeah. story. Let's the first down. story, I just was just like, it's what not gonna the be fuck? good. All right, all right. So uh, get this out of the way. This is the Wildstorm Halloween trilogy of terror from 1997. All right. Thanks, uh, Kill. It's three three fantastic stories <laughs> featuring uh, three 90s Image Comics uh, teams. And in Image Comics in those days, they were attempting sort of a bunch of interrelated teams and, uh, you know, uh, characters from different books would interact with other books. They were trying to basically have a Marvel universe without any characters that anyone really cared about other than Good Spawn. try on them, though. They did try. I mean, in fairness, they came along as a bunch of a bunch of uh, disgruntled artists and writers who uh, thought that DC and Marvel had too much of a monopoly on Fair. the superhero world. Based. It was, I mean, it was a good approach. Of course, they, they, they were horribly managed. They basically had no editorial, and they almost ruined the entire industry. They almost caused the entire comic book industry to cease to exist because they were idiots. That's, but, like, that's like what's going on right now with AEW wrestling. Oh, yeah? The, the, oh, no. The, what the they young do. It's just like that, where it's like a bunch of like young upstarts decide they can do better on their own. They get a bunch mm -hmm. of money to back it. They start doing it, but because there's no... like overhead there's, there's no, no daddy there, yeah there's no daddy to call the shot so there's no just, vince mcmahon so, so it's just crumbling and showing how <laughs> shitty it is to the point where like mm. everyone's gonna lose interest in wrestling in general it's yeah. just gonna bring it all down why, why doesn't ww just buy them why i mean they might not need to if they self-destruct then they'll take themselves out i mean it's also like it's it's always best for business to have more companies well, I mean, I think most uh, most businesses would disagree. They all want a monopoly, but uh, wrestling's different. Like, 
Didn't you something gotta, you happen with one of the Chicago wrestlers again recently? I have no idea. Sam Punk or Colt Cabana or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you say Sam Punk? Did you call him Sam Punk? Yeah, Sam Punk. Sam Punk. He's the brother to CM Punk. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 he runs a successful mattress shop. He's a great guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just look up a uh, CM Punk media scrum, and then I'll just and then just go on about your way, and I'll explain all your answer all those questions. I'm gonna definitely do oh, that okay. later. Definitely gonna do that. Uh, so in here we have we're gonna have three stories with three teams: uh, Team Seven, Gen Thirteen, and Wetworks. Now, I'll fully admit, I knew nothing about Team Seven or Wetworks, so I knew a little bit about Gen Thirteen. So I, I had bet, some. I bet the eighth team member of Team Seven is their laundry guy. So, yeah, this was at the 90s height of ridiculous costumes. And in fairness, most of the costumes aren't that ridiculous. There aren't, you know, they look kind of like Cable, but they're not as extreme as Cable. They're not full of pouches and shit. Mm-hmm. It's still, you know, it's okay. It's all how's right. Ca- how's Cable going to the bathroom? I mean, he has to, he goes to the bathroom once a day because it takes such a, so much time to get everything off. All right. So that motherfucker's not drinking that much water because he doesn't want to have to be taking that stuff off every 20 minutes. That's the thing about the Batman Arkham games that always drives me crazy. It's like, he's out there doing all that shit, and not once is he going to the bathroom. He probably, like, the crotch probably unscrews and comes off. Oh, the mic? The mic unscrews and yeah, comes the off? Mi- yeah, the mic comes right yeah. off, and you can you can just access well, it. Well, maybe he just has a built-in bag or something. Yeah. A built-in yeah. bag. Like astronaut or maybe style. Astronaut style, or maybe he had his bladder uh, widened. You know, yeah. surgically, you know? Oh, yeah, because he's like a robo-dude. Batman? No, uh, uh oh. Cable. Oh, we're, t- we're going back to talk about Cable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot. No, we're actually, talking about Cable. I actually forgot we were talking about Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. not a lot of, there's not a lot of focus on this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe his virus uh, widened up his bladder as well. Who knows? Yeah, right. I want that virus if it makes it so you don't have to pee. I'll take it. And have yeah. that cool, shiny eye. Yeah, I want to carry it around. I want to carry it around like a like a water in a camel's hump. And I get to be what's his name, Josh Broland. Yeah, yeah, he was. He got to be Thanos, Jonah Hex, and Cable. Man, that Jonah Hex movie, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was a misfire. A little bit Dude. of a misfire. Dude. Yeah, a little oops, a doodle there. I'm glad that they're just like not releasing movies now when they're too bad. They're like, ah, we can't release this. Yeah, well, like I mean, then, the, like what? Then, Back then, Jonah Hex got released in theaters. Oh, well, I th- yeah, I think he's thinking okay. of the Batgirl situation. Yeah, which like, is, I'm uh, sure the studio had saw it, and they were like, we can't release this. <laughs> uh, there is some feeling. I mean, I don't know. It, it'll come out someday, and then we'll know for sure. But oh, right now, know, it's all rumors. I know for, rumors I know for sure. I know for sure. I mean, I like, that, like that Brendan Fraser. Like that Brendan Fraser. It's just like when they made that Fantastic Four movie. It's like, all right. Yeah, but they they never intended to release that. The whole that was a con from the that was that was some base uh, behavior right there. Is to yeah. hire Roger Corman to make a movie, not tell him that you're not actually going to release it, and like let all these actors think it was going to be their big break. Uh, yeah, well, I mean that yeah. still could be the case. We just don't know yet. With uh oh, that they might still break through. Yeah, it's no, true. That, uh, it's this been thirty was all years. Just, uh, they just made it just for some tax reason and they have no mm. intention of releasing it they just didn't tell anybody uh, all right all right it seems like some sketchy accounting but okay yeah. uh so anyway so yeah, i'm sure three... warner discovery isn't sketchy well this was it was started before they were warner discovery when it was just warner brothers mm. that's so that's fine, who actually made it that's gonna be like so the, we're, we're heading towards one company soon like all these companies are merging like aggressively 
Yeah, it's going to be Arby's. They're going to come from behind and they're going to buy everybody up. Everyone thinks it's going to be Disney or Amazon. Nope. That's crazy, nope. though. Like, that, nope. like as soon as it's just going to be one, like one country, one uh, company running that's everything. That's not going to. That's not going to happen. I mean, it's 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 going to get close. And it's going to get scary, but I don't think it's legitimately going to happen. That's my trilogy of terror. Mm, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't understand that. that. Your... That's that's one thing. Yeah, that's not that's not a trilogy of things. Do we have to go back to the basics of what a trilogy is? Uh, yeah. Let's okay. Get, let's, let's have an expo- let's, a detailed explanation. Let's open up the dictionary. What's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? Oh, th- all right, there you go, James. Mm. I see that you're you're studying so that you can get dumped in the water. I've gotten I've gotten a few, yeah. It's so weird. I can't enter the kingdom of heaven because I didn't have some water splash That's on my right. head. That's right. It's magic, bro. You what didn't get the magic weird. done to you. I didn't get it's magic not water. Just water. Yeah, it's, exactly. What it's, else is in there? What bro, are our, in there? Our, one of our wizards like blessed the water and then dumped a baby yeah. in it. Legit. That washed away the baby's weird... original sin. God it's and Jeebus weird... like peed in that water essentially. So I mean, all right. So you 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 get your your you get dunked in the water. Or oil. And, Sometimes they use well, oil. Hang on, you get dunked in and it washes away your original sin. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you have no sin. And so in theory. There could be people going around in the world who have who free of sin. So yeah, we're, we're but babies. we're told everybody is flawed and everybody is sin. Well, who I, knows? Uh, I, what I what? like to do. I I see what James is saying. Like, there, if someone gets wiped away of original yeah. sin and they never sinned again, there yeah. must be people out there who there's got to be a couple people zero sin who have zero sin walking around. Uh, maybe no, that's I, not how Christianity is built. I, uh, what I do is I keep a bottle of holy water with me and just like every once in a while, give me a little little dab. Yeah. Splash it. Yeah. I moisturize with it. You just got to remember that deathbed confession. Yeah. Or just dab yourself with holy water that was blessed by a magic dude. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a weird, it's such a weird uh, line to draw in the sand. Mike pulls out his holy water perfume and dabs it behind his ears. Yeah, dude. Get it. Growing up, Father Jerry was my Gandalf. All right. So anyway, there's uh, Team 7, there's Gen 13, and there's Wetworks, and they're related because they're basically all Team 7. Team 7 was the original team back in the 70s, right? And they were uh, like, a, like a black ops team. Sure, fair. And uh, a couple of them had children, and those children uh, are part of the members of Gen 13 in the 90s. Right. But then Gen 13 found out that the, the, the organization they worked for, uh, they weren't just sort of helping them use their latent uh, mutant genes. They were actually basically cultivating. Uh, they, were, they were creating mutant teenagers. And so they, they went on the run and they're they're in hiding from that. Wetworks is like the uh, like the new Team 7, I believe. Right, that, that because the Gen 13 uh, ran off and and they didn't actually uh, you know go through with their their programming, I think. I mean that's close okay. enough. That that's explains enough. a good. Ch- that explains a big part of what I didn't understand. Yeah, and we'll see so. some interrelated characters as we work our way through this. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start out with the Team Seven adventure. It's a story called Blood and Faith, written by Christopher Golden, art by Ed Bennis and Troy Hubs. Might have been, might as well have been written by Christopher Columbus because it's just a straight up massacre. This is, takes place in the 70s and they land in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico to uh, put down some, uh, some insurgents. Yeah. yeah. Also known as massacring the locals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, some, cor- some corporation wanted their sugar. 
Yeah. Yeah. This was another, I think in the 90s. They were a jeopardizing lot of these, the bananas. A lot of the, these books in the 90s, they really wanted to take on like uh, serious political themes, but they just didn't, they weren't smart enough to do it. Yeah. It's, it's no, called, because it, they, they're pro-murdering everyone. In yeah, it goes, it comes off very Jingo bootlicky. Very. It's yeah. like, I was uncomfortable uh, granted, I, I know I get uncomfortable with very, you know, I get uncomfortable easily, but I, mm. yeah, it felt very jingoistic. Well, I'm glad I mean, you said something. I was about to rip into you about that. A <laughs> ACAB, all cops are badass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, so yeah, these, uh, these uh, insurgents, uh, they're trying to take back their land. And then the, the Mexican government called in a favor to the U.S. government who denied that, that, that they actually had this uh, interaction, but then covertly sent off Team 7 to uh, get, get things taken, taken care of down in Mexico. I wonder how many children these guys have killed. Yeah, because oh, getting countless. things done down in Mexico is murdering well, everyone well, without a care. They, uh, so they jump out of a helicopter with their machine guns out and they start shooting at everyone on the ground. Yep. See, and this this also kind of shows you the unprofessionalism of image at the time because the word, first of all, there's way too many word balloons for, for them to have this conversation while they're falling out of a, out of a helicopter. But also right. one of the word balloons completely obscures one of the members of the team. Like we can't even yeah. see them. This is their big introduction. We can't even see the damn guy. Not only that, but all of that dialogue didn't need to be there. None of it didn't it say anything. It no, was pointless. It didn't say anything. Yeah. They could have just had a badass shot of them yeah. jumping out of a helicopter, shooting at people. Yeah, it didn't didn't really work. Like, if uh, they're firing machine guns, they can't hear each other. They're falling out of a helicopter. Yeah, they got, what, six seconds? You're like, not talking to each other. Yeah. So it drives mm -hmm. me crazy in anime. It's like they're, like, in slow motion throwing their punches, but they're having, like, full-blown conversations. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, you know, it's the, the air is different over there in the East. All right. You know? <laughs> and so they uh well no i was talking about the anime side of things yeah, yeah i was just yeah, being, okay i was just being uh, cheeky oh you're just oh okay uh and so team seven lands and they just immediately immediately start murdering people as it uh -huh. works out for them as you america know? does as america does and uh they start making their way into this cave or this cavern and uh we find out that these the insurgents uh they also worship some sort of uh weird bat god mm -hmm. right uh Cam the Camazots. mayans did well, the Mayans did, but but are these are they related to Mayans? Yeah, yes. the so, the, re the revolutionary group that was their thing is they wanted to kick out the Mexican government so that the Mayan people could take over the country. Okay, I get behind right, that and That's take right. back their land. Kind and they're of all right. super but, jacked. But are. white guy here, Terrence Crandall, if you want to say that like Hank Hill, Crandall, Crandall. Uh. Wow, is here because of the fact that it's a shrine to a Mayan bat god. Yeah, Camazots. He's just a, yeah. like a, he's a super weeby about it. Yeah. yeah. So he's so the Mayans that are out there currently have nothing to do with Terrence and his shit going on inside. And they all look like Conan the Barbarian. So it's odd that these guys look so fucking sculpted. Yeah. Like, I it's don't like, understand. It's the same it's guy. It's the 90s, and yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally the same guy drawn it, four times. It's another problem with 90s art. It's very hard to tell who everybody is because they all have the same face. They have the same yeah. physique. They're the same everything. There's yeah, they're nothing different dudes. about them. But they are huge. Yeah, they're huge. They're all Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, I don't think that's what the Aztecs were like. I figured they were more athletic. They they were more uh, lithe, you Do know? Do you guys remember the remember well, Predator? Aztecs, Mayans. They had, they were, Sorry. They, they were in Predator where they had the they had the tracker guy, mm -hmm. with the big uh, uh, the Bowie knife. 
you know? Mm-hmm. That's what this guy is. It's just, yeah. it's just that guy. He's a beastly man. And he's defending his cave. <laughs> he's defending his bat god. So, right. and, they, and they get mowed down. <laughs> now, the three members of Team 7, I think most of these guys we can kind of ignore. I think some of them, some of them spun off into their own books and everything. But the three guys we're going to want to know for here is uh, there's a dude named Dane who uh, one of the dudes in the story ends up uh, having a, a bit of a, a, a tiff with. Uh, there's a dude named Lynch, who's the leader of uh, Team 7. He's going to be important. And uh, there's another dude uh, named Fairchild. He's going to be important. So those are the three guys we care about in this. The other guys can fuck off. Yeah, but they're murderers. And the bad guy, Crandall. And the bad guy, Crandall. 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 I've been calling uh, him Crandall. Yeah, I was thinking of that, too. I was thinking of the old Simpsons joke about calling cra- Crab Apple Crandall. Uh, Crabapple Crandall. <laughs> I was about well, to ask, did, well, you, because, did you do it on purpose? Well, because the joke is that Miss Crabapple's name is Crabapple, but it's pronounced yeah. Crabapple. Yeah. I mean, that kind of joke was funny in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. So, uh... They head down, Team 7 heads into this cavern, and, you know, they see this dude, the Crandall, and uh, he's making a sacrifice to bring the Bat God Kamazots alive again mm-hmm. and defend their territory. Yep. Like in Risk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes uh, you, gotta, you gotta do that in Risk. Yeah, yeah. That's my understanding of a game I haven't played in 15 years. Yeah, yeah. sure. Res- resurrect yeah. this god. Sometimes you gotta bring a Bat God alive. To bring doom to your enemies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Imagine you're uh, watching like the news in like the 70s and all of a sudden you're told that the Mexican government has been toppled by yeah. this cult. And you just got to you just got to believe it all. You can't question that stuff. I'm like, oh, damn, Mexico's crazy. There's, there's no there's no alternative news in the 70s. You just believed what you heard on the news. Yeah, you had three channels. Yeah. No Internet. And everything was true. Everything you heard was true. Information was a lot easier back then. I guess. Just believe what you hear. Yep. Then a whole lot of nothing happens and it doesn't work. Well, it, it does. doesn't. It does. Oh, it, it, it works. Well, they resurrect this. They resurrect the Bat God, but the Bat God is is weak enough that he still needs uh, human hosts. So what they're happens? using like an old body. Yeah. So they they find the mummy of the of the previous Mayan king, and the Bat God possesses it. So it's also kind of a zombie. But uh, he looks, and they, they accuse him of being just bones, and he's clearly not just bones. No, he's, he's sculpted. Yeah. yeah, he's very. He's looking great. How come that guy the then the army uniform, his haircut is not army issue. Well, I mean, I guess because they're like a, you know, I think when you're a covert team, they kind of give you some leniency to like make it your own. Did people have like ponytails in the seventies? Well, they had yes. long hair, so they just I know, had, but did they have somebody must have tied though? it down? Somebody yeah. must have tied it back at some point. I don't remember seeing it often. I've had long hair before, and like somebody, you have to tie it back. Like you can't be doing this kind of shit without tying did it back. Did you wear ponytails? I didn't actually, but I probably should have. But it was, you know, it wasn't the way to go. So you said every you have to do it. Everybody has to do it, and then I ask you, well, if I just, you did it, and you said, well, no. I just didn't. If you if you work up a sweat, I just I just I just made sure not to do anything that would be physically exerting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just kind of sat quietly and read my books. <laughs> I read my. You got your Nirvana T-shirt on. I had my Nirvana. Had a couple of those. That was a, it was a, it was a good looking dude. I was a good looking young man reading my gen 13 comics and lusting after free fall. Uh, so the, the monster comes alive and they start attacking and they're attacking this dude, uh, Crandall, who, who is, uh, the, the most feverant devotee. Right. So he tries to smash Abe Lincoln's head in with a rock. 
Abe Lincoln, who I think is Lynch. Let's just yeah. let's just pretend he's Abraham Lincoln. This okay, sure. Doing. This is what he's up no, to. No, that's Fairchild. In the 1970s. Well, we're going to see these characters again, so we want to keep them. We, we want to remember uh, our, our our altered history. So yeah, sure. Fairchild is uh, Abraham Lincoln. Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah. I don't care. I don't give yep. a shit. Yep. So uh, they attack this creature, and it's actually pretty easy to kill him. Just yeah, like just, anything, just, just kind of yeah, stab it. He found his one his weak weakness. spot. His one weakness was being stabbed. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, they take the guy down, and uh, the the Crandall is uh, very upset about this. Understandably, this was kind of a, he was really pinning his hopes and dreams on this this creature's success. It's just weird. This was supposed to take place in the seventies, but they all just look like nineties like characters. Right. Yeah, I did not pick up that this was supposed to be the seventies at all. I think it's literally the first line of the book. It's the first line of the book. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> they they could have meant it ironically. It was the yeah. 70s in spirit. It was an ironic 70s. It was, it was just, you know. Well, in fairness, the 90s did have nostalgia for the 70s. It's James reading his Gen 13 comic wearing his In one shirt, eye, out the other. And he's saying uh, 70s in quotes, real sarcastically, like the 70s. Yeah, no, that was me. That was 15-year-old James. That's what he did. He was having a great time. Uh, and so uh, they end up uh, just, as Americans will tend to do, just blowing everything up. They figure this will just work. Let's just throw a grenade in there and blow up this whole cave and call it good. Yep. And, and it works. I think that's how they're going to solve uh, health care. Uh, which, what, what is the cave? Is that America as a whole? <laughs> I just think like, like they're just going to blow it up. And, and they're the, like, all right, we did it. And the grenade is the Ron Santis administration. <laughs> Ron DeSantis, the president. Ron DeSantis. Yeah, future president of the world. He's probably going to be Donald Trump's vice president. I mean, they could they could kind of do it both ways. Just they bring could... back Rick Santorum. I don't I remember Santorum. that, dude. Uh, you don't remember that they uh, started an online campaign to make the word Santorum mean the frothy mixture of, was it semen and urine or whatever? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Because he was very homophobic, and so they were like, well, let's yeah. let's make his name synonymous with something extremely gay. And it worked. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. Uh, I, don't, uh, I, I don't remember it, so it didn't. Yeah, Mike didn't remember it, so it didn't. Uh, Mike didn't remember the gay slang. Oh, no. And uh, I would be the kind of person to remember. Oh, God damn it. There was something good I wanted to bring up there. Something about Ron DeSantis, maybe. Oh, How much you, how much you love him? <laughs> how much? No, yeah. uh... <laughs> Did you see when Biden was uh, when he was inaugurated? They is Biden number forty six. Is that what he is? Or is he forty five yes. or forty six? He's forty six. And so they had to make up all the streamers and the and the, uh, the you know the parade stuff that says forty six. But they were so uh, worried that Trump was going to cede the presidency to Pence in order to get himself a pardon that they actually made up. All the banners and everything that said both 46 and 47 in case Biden technically ended up being the 47th president. That's how, wow. that's how close they were to thinking that yeah, he's probably going to make Pence the president in the last Who's few they? minutes of his administration. Uh, uh, the Democrats, the entire Democratic administration, I guess I guess probably the uh, whatever group is tasked with organizing the inaugural celebration for the new president. The banner makers. The ban- yeah, all the banner makers across America. They got that's double what, work out of that. That's why all the Congress people and the Democratic Party spend most of their time fundraising because they got to pay for the banners. Those banner peoples are are bleeding us like stuck pigs. Dude, it's the inflation. Too much yes. that they caused. <laughs> those, those banner makers. <laughs> Fucking banner makers. That's what it all goes back to. Right, dude. 
They're also printing all the money. Yep, yep, yep. Those fucking the banner cartel. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a it'd be a shame if your president. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. He ceded the presidency to his vice president. You look like fucking assholes at your inauguration. I'm just saying, maybe you want to print up twice the banners. Maybe you want to go home. Your house isn't on fire. I don't know. Oh, man. They got power. I'm just talking. I'm just yeah. talking. We're just, we're just thinking things through. We're just talking through scenarios is all. We're friends. We're talking. Bro, Everybody's we're right. there's, friends. There's going to be a guy who finds Jesus and he writes a book called Confessions of an Economic Banner Man. All right, well, we've made a new batch of enemies. That's cool. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, so they blow this up, and uh, the other Team 7 members are like, dude, uh, is that going to be a problem that we did? They're like, no, it's fine. Yeah, well, they, blew, they blew up an ancient temple. They're like, dude, we're white. Site. We work for the government. It's fine. So like, I don't know, man. The thing was being used to resurrect a demon. <laughs> like, I think we could blow it up. <laughs> I mean, they didn't specifically say we could, but I kind of figured like, it's they're fine. They're not going to be. I mean, they didn't say we couldn't. They're not <laughs> resurrecting any more bad demons in that place. That's for sure. <laughs> if they don't want us resurrecting temples. They should probably say that specifically. Like, if they don't want us blowing all this stuff up, why would they give us all this C4? They that's gave, actually, that's they actually a really good point. Yeah, they, Lincoln. Gave, they gave them grenades and dropped them into a temple. And with no instructions, yeah. just deal with this. Yep, they they you know what they have a lot of trust in this team to make decisions. <laughs> in fairness, now I'm looking at this, they kind of did a good job. You yeah, know, they they're they a lot, they're a lot like the the predator team from that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, they're good friends. Which one? The the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Twins. Junior. Uh, they became good friends. Uh, so anyway, all right, they, they blow this up and, and this one dude who got left behind, uh, Crandall, he's very upset. He's especially upset with Dane. He says that he's going to be the first to pay. I don't really recall what Dane did to him. I wonder Why? what his religious background is. I think because Dane was just the leader. I, I guess. I don't know, man. Is this character going to be super into Bat Gods the entire run of Crandall? his arc? Yeah, because Crandall is that obsessed well, with Well, his entire arc gods? is this comic. Yeah, I think he kind of comes and goes in this comic. I don't think he really uh, lived on. I don't right. think Todd McFarlane was making any toys of Crandall. Uh, I didn't know yeah. Crandall was around forever. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, We get then we get into the next story. And this is our Gen 13 story. And this is what I was most excited about. And it, and it, it absolutely disappointed. It's Gen 13 in When All the Freaks Come Out, written by Peter Gutierrez, art by Ryan Odagawa and Sal Regla. I haven't met a Gutierrez I didn't like. I, I, we're think, I think we're thinking of the same Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hi, so, Goody. yeah. Hi, Goody. What's up, buddy? He's not listening. No. No, nah, no. Nah. He's, he's a got cool th- guy. He's got things to do. No. Uh, so, this story opens up with uh, some kids in Halloween masks who... Uh, it says uh, they're sneaking up on some weird uh, ancient... Uh, they're, they're sneaking up on some weird uh, headquarters... And they're saying some uh, reclusive weirdos live here, and they're going to freak when they see their Halloween masks, I guess. Right? Uh-huh. And I think they're making their way up to the uh, house in Southern California where the Gen 13 kids live. Uh-huh. And so uh, they go up there, and uh, they're trying to spook whoever lives in the house. But then uh, Lynch and Fairchild end up spooking them by just having uh, old faces from the 70s. And Fairchild uh, ter- goes from Abraham Lincoln to Wolverine. No, that is Lynch. That is wait. definitely Lynch. So wait. Oh, wait. So Lynch is Wolverine now? 
I can assure you it doesn't matter. Wait, who is the Abraham Lincoln guy? Who is so, he? The Abraham Lincoln guy I thought was Lynch, but Shay was very adamant that it was Fairchild. Okay. Well, because the guy says Fairchild to give him a heads up about yep. Crandall going to attack. Right. But there's a lot of confusing uh, word balloon placements, and like the art is very confusing. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was wrong. Man, you uh, would be you'd be great to tie this book up as to really help these guys out of Stanley. He could really punch <laughs> up this dialogue. Like he could really clean it up, you know. And then yeah, and then you yeah. put his name really all over come it. In. Yeah, yeah, claim that he wrote every single character created. Yeah, okay, hold on now. Now, uh, so this gave me some thought about your telling me about how the Ooh. without overhead. Image is, it was kind of a crazy experiment. Well, I, you shouldn't say overhead. Like, overhead is their additional expenses. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I mean, they like had someone, no like, editorial oversight. Yes. I think you're looking for oversight. Oversight, yeah. Oversight, all right. So, like, what if that's what would have happened without Stan Lee? So, look, you, you think that the 60s Marvel Universe would have just turned into this? Yeah. Not for Stan Lee's... I got look, I've... A very complicated relation with Stanley. I absolutely believe he was a huckster. Uh, I absolutely believe he took a lot of credit they didn't deserve. What he did do, however, is he was a hype man. He was a very effective hype man. And uh, he was very good at making kids feel like they were invested in the comic books, like they were a part of the comic books. And that is valuable. And that was valuable. It wasn't an entire universe's worth of valuable, but yeah. it, it did have a purpose. But wasn't he the editor, though? Uh, I, 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 I don't know what his position would have been at that time, honestly, because I don't think he could have been Let's editing and writing. All right. Well, was the uh, editor at Marvel Comics? I think he was at some point, but not, not necessarily well, at I'm that sure point. I'm sure he'll give us the years. Stanley editor. Editor in chief. Yeah. Because he always would claim like, well, Jack Kirby got screwed, but that was because like, you know, I wasn't in charge. And if I had been in charge, I would have done something differently. And yeah, maybe, so, uh, maybe he would have. Including starting as editor chief in '45, so yeah, he probably was the EIC at the time. So I mean, like maybe he was the reins on like the wild ideas because like we because we keep reading these super old books and they're crazy bullshit. And then somewhere mm -hmm. around like the '60s and '70s, like the comics became like a lot tighter and they and they were a lot cooler and more interesting. Mm -hmm. I, again, it, it had its place. And also keep in mind they were writing books using the Marvel method, which was. Jack Kirby and Stan Lee would talk through what the book was going to be. Jack Lee, uh, Jack, oh boy. Jack Kirby would then go draw it. And then Stan Lee would fit the dialogue in and write the script around what Jack Kirby had drawn. Pretty good. Pretty, yeah, that's cool. The, the fact that it was ever coherent is insane. Well, this, they didn't do the Marvel method here. No. This wasn't coherent. No, no, this, this, this is a mess. So why it's important to note these two guys, Lynch and Fairchild from Team 7, and they, they're, they're 20 years later. Uh, Lynch, uh, his son, is uh, Burnout, who we're going to see in a second. We'll do a roll call on these guys in Gen 13. And uh, Fairchild, Alexa I believe it's Alexander Fairchild, his daughter is Caitlin Fairchild of Gen 13. And when the Gen 13 kids realized they were being used and they ran away, I guess these guys came with them. Okay. All right. Makes a little bit of sense there, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. So Gen 13... There's five people in Gen 13. I guess we should go over these because this is the only thing I kind of know here. Fairchild, who I guess is sort of the leader of the group because she's the tallest. Uh, she is a mm -hmm. statuesque 6'4". That is right? exactly how that works. She's taller than yeah. you, James. She is a little taller than me, and I don't like it. That's why she wasn't my favorite. Uh -huh. You don't, you don't uh, want her to step on your balls? Well, I didn't say that. I just said I don't like someone being taller than me. 
I, I got I always every time I see someone taller than me, my immediate thought is now I got to deal with this. Yeah, I don't deal with this shit. And you do. And I do. I take care of it. Don't you worry about that. Like the, the guy who's like two inches taller than you, like he's thinking like next to you. I bet you think you're pretty tall. Until you <laughs> met me, I, man. I flew to. Uh, I was in Florida earlier this year, and uh, I hadn't met the people I was working with, the crew I was working with, and I got an email from a guy who, who was kind of like organizing us and everything. And uh, in his email, he said, yeah, meet us here. Look for the tall guy. And I read that in my email and I immediately went, you son of a bitch. I know tall people. Don't fucking talk to me about tall people. <laughs> and I go there <laughs> and I go there and I'm looking around and sure enough, there is a six foot 10 motherfucker in, in that place. <laughs> And I went, okay, you get to be the tall guy. You get to be the tall guy today. God damn it. And your dick just went, Ew. Yep, yep. I admitted defeat on that one. Because there's he a did, point where. And, you... I, I re- I, and I remember James telling me this, and then when he saw him about how he was uncomfortable with the fact that he was taller than him. Yep. Your testosterone dropped a few points. Yep. If it was two in, if it was like two inch difference, then we would just be rivals. But at that point, I just have to roll over and expose my belly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, do. Won. Uh... you won. You won. <laughs> you win. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, Caitlin Fairchild. She's, uh, got hyper thick, uh, uh, skin and whatnot. She weighs 300 pounds, even though she's tiny. Right. Okay. And she's a redhead and, and she's kind of like the middle sex symbol, like the main character of the, of the book and the one that everyone sort of, uh, fawns over and, and everything. And they won't make her a redhead in the movie. I think if they, if, if they make a movie of this and she's not a redhead, I, I think that would be kind of going against it because that's really kind of her look more often than not if a character they is do. a redhead they don't have him be a redhead or her absolutely head in the movie as i've said the only redhead they kept was carnage the 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 violent psychopath they could but say he could say a ginger it. what do you mean right didn't they change it in the because they had this the silly wig and then the, when it, they actually they changed the... the wig but he was still a redhead oh he was, was he? Okay. i didn't see the movie yeah I well didn't that see that it. was that was uh, that was definitely that's always been a big part of carnage though is that he is uh, he he's just this creepy looking ginger guy and i think that's partially why his 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 color is red because his hair is red like that's a visual representation of that so i, I do think you have to keep carnage as a ginger so i don't know and i think fairchild should probably stay a ginger the rest of them i don't really care about do whatever you want Yep. Uh, so that's 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 her. She's kind of the, the the overt sex symbol of the group. They always make Jimmy Olsen not a ginger anymore because they want audiences to like him. Yeah, they really had to lean against. They made him a handsome black man on Supergirl. Oh uh, yeah, did, did yeah. they really? They did. Yeah, he, he's like a six three, shaved Bro. head, cool bald dude. Bro, if you're a short ginger man, just kill yourself. Like it's never gonna like nobody yeah. wants you. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna win. You're not gonna turn the tide on this. Nope. You better uh, have some great fucking personality. <laughs> well, speaking of short kings, in this team we also have Grunge, who is 5'3", and he's uh, the shortest member he's, of so the So he's team. Wolverine. He, yeah, he's the Wolverine of the group. Um, he has, I believe, like molecular control. He can sort of uh, change the molecular properties of things. Um, also notable, I guess, when I was checking on these things, he likes White Zombie and the Foo Fighters. Oh, his me bands. too. Yeah, so you relate is, to grunge. Is that why he's called grunge? Because I think it, yeah, grunge bands that the writer knew about. It's just is White know. Zombie related to Rob Zombie? Nope. There's no connection whatsoever. Don't don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy. It's the guy. It's, yeah, it's, it's the, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it is. Uh, and then we no, have. You don't. <laughs> and then we I have, knew that, uh, and I know right. Power Man Five Thousand is his cousin. 
I think this is his brother. Yeah, it's his brother. Yeah. Oh, you jabroni! <laughs> oh, fuck! Now, le- now let me tell you about Wayne Static. Yeah, uh, he's dead. Oh, from Static <laughs> he's a dead X. man. Static X. Oh my X. god! One time I saw I was seeing Static X live at a concert, and the crowd was so violent. Static X was like, "If you guys don't chill out, we're just done. We're gonna go. We're going home." And they and got the crowd more violent. Not, yeah, they got more violent. So Static X just put down this shit and left. <laughs> and then he died. No, that came back like. 10, like 10, 15 minutes later. Oh, they weren't even good to their word. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, yeah. So so Fairchild, Caitlin Fairchild is uh, Alex Fairchild's daughter that we saw from Team 7. Uh, mm-hmm. Grunge is somebody's son, but we don't know that character. Uh, then there's Burnout, the other guy in the group, who is their uh, Fantastic Four uh, 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 Johnny, Johnny Blaze. Who the fuck am I thinking of? Johnny Storm. Uh, it's their knockoff. He can turn into fire and, and manipulate fire. And There's a lot of characters that can do that. Maybe they should yeah. just stop making comics. Maybe they should just put all the fire characters just together into one book. Right. Call it a day. Yeah. 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 Uh, segregation. Uh, so he's stoic. <laughs> get, get to your own comic, fire guy. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. God. Uh, and then uh, then there's there was my favorite. There's Free Fall. All right. And she's the punky mm-hmm. alt chick. Uh, she has like levitation powers and things. And uh, notable, she is a fan of 90s alt rockers Bush. Oh, she's my God. Bush. Really fucking she, gross. That dude. is notable. And that is notable. She's the one that's dressed up with the, the tall wig here. Yeah, like she's the got the tall Frankenstein wig. wig. Yeah, she's normally dressed up a lot more um, sort of like 90s alt girl kind of Bro, style. Bro, like no one's favorite band is Bush. Uh, I mean, certainly my favorite band, but 16 Stone and Razorblade Suitcase are pretty good. Fuck this writer. This <laughs> idiot writer who knows nothing about music. That's I embarrassing. You, this is Peter Gutierrez's work. Peter Gutierrez is a fucking idiot. I, I thought we loved all Gutierrez's. This guy doesn't know anything about music. It was it was nineteen ninety seven. You know what? You know what? The, uh, the Gutierrez we're thinking of, his taste in music was fucking atrocious as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody's... There's precisely four people who know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> uh, we love you, Goody. Um, and then, uh, but okay. not your music, apparently. We, we don't. No. We don't oh like my God! There was a Christmas party one time where he just like filled the jukebox up with Creed songs. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I was about wait, to say, oh wait, my, wait. wait. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. In fairness, in fairness, he and I did that together. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I know Fuck this you, story. Dude. He and I did it together, Fuck and yeah. we did it several years in a row. Yeah. Where we where we we had a Christmas party for one of our uh, one of the clients that we work with, and uh, we would go in, uh, into this place, a public establishment, and we would cram the jukebox full of butt rock, most notably Creed. And uh, every year it became because eventually they would realize what we were doing, and and like the the people who owned the bar would like unplug it, and they they'd skip over our tracks and everything. So we had to finally like get more strategic and play like one Creed song, and then one like. Uh, drowning pool song and then back to a creed song and we had to kind of like mix it in there so that so we could get away with it for a couple hours that was the worst uh, it was the best you're right it was a great time and then uh bringing up the rear in the team is a uh, rainmaker who uh can control the element she's just storm that's all she is oh, she's storm. real real clever yeah she's storm uh her big thing is uh she's openly bisexual so much like oh. free so much like free fall she is also a fan of bush <laughs> is there there? Little there? You, you've been waiting that whole time for that one. I wrote it down. Uh, dude, I wrote Bush it down. Sucks. It wrote it down. Yeah. Bush is okay. 
Do you honestly? Yeah. I think that I think you're just going for it. I don't think you even recognize. Like, what do you? Can you name three songs? It's just weird that like the, the guy named Grunge and his favorite bands were White Zombie, <laughs> the Foo Fighters. Like, I guess. I guess. Uh, okay, He's you can accept grunge. that. You can <laughs> accept that, but you can't accept Bush. His favorite band should be like Pearl Jam or something. <laughs> That's my favorite band. Uh, uh, Soundgarden. I'd take Soundgarden. Soundgarden and Chains would make more sense. Soundgarden. Else, yeah, for for White that Zombie's kind of like a funky metal band. Yeah, it was like really scuzzy, dirty, funky metal. Whatever happened to the? What the, they had a they had a lady playing bass and. Whatever happened to her? Uh, it's called uh, Rob Betrayed Them All. And, Did he uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he like They were like working on the new White Zombie record, and uh, the studios were like, hey, Rob, we just want to go with you. Like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he went and made his solo Boy, guys. Was he not 90% of the band? Was it really a, a, a uh, democracy? I, mean, I don't know. Eh, Who knows what the dichotomy was. But like, Yeah, that, the... the because the, 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 the band, white the white zombie. zombie band, they were all like talented and unique musicians in their own right. Right. I'm going to find out what happened to the bass. I think she was the bassist. Yeah. White zombie bassist. I think she was a lady. Um, I'm going to figure out. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. Okay. Sean. What happened to her? Sean Usel. Is she keeping busy? I hope so. Let's see what she's up to lately. Hopefully, she got out of the fucking music industry and found and found some peace in her life. Nope. Uh, she toured with the Cramps for a while. In oh, 2010, sick. she released uh, I'm in the Band, a book containing tour diaries and photos of her as detailing her 11 years spent as a member of White Zombie. Uh, when they asked uh, her in 2011 why she was not involved in the White Zombie box set, her reply was, it was a little bit of a fuck you to me and Jay, which was kind of weird since we were two-thirds of the band, but anyways. Yeah, that's Rob. Rob's a dick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it... Uh, she founded... She ran a dive bar. Um, yeah, uh, she might not be, she may have left the music industry. Good. Hmm. I mean, it says years active 1985 to present, but you know, that could mean active doing any, any number of things. Who knows? Well, yeah. Maybe it means active as in like alive. Yeah. Still going. <laughs> still uh, no, she was born in 66. Okay. No, no. All right. So anyway, so anyway, that's gen 13. I think gen 13 was the closest to kind of breaking through and almost becoming like a, a popular thing they almost were something and then you know and nobody cared there was like a cartoon for like they half had a cartoon a i think they had like an animated movie there they had toys like it was it almost broke through oh thank god because i don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck tag i would <laughs> make about this stupid That's comic probably about white zombie at this point uh or bush uh, that band like white zombie though was amazing like that band did rule it's a band that I had to be against as a teenager because the only people I knew who liked White Zombie were just scumbags. Yep, guys but like now, me. now in retrospect, I can probably enjoy it because I'm a little divorced from it, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're yeah. awful and you like doing awful drugs, <laughs> White Zombie yep. is the band for you. Yep, the, the original meth band, the original meth mouth. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, in this story, the Gen 13 kids, uh, who are all teenagers and they're normally, uh, in hiding, but they've got some bizarre invitations to a costume party. So they decided to go out there. Although they didn't wear costumes. Not really. I don't know what their costume was supposed to be. How did the invitation show up to their house? Yeah, I don't know. It's not clear. It does make a point of saying they're kind of mysterious invites. So isn't that like a trap? Because they're on the run, right? I mean, it's clearly a trap. Yeah. Like, I, yes. I don't understand how they, and their parents know about this, by the way. The, uh, like, they should know better at this point. Yeah, so they absolutely the, should know. So who the two guys in the beginning of the story, the older guys from Team 7? Yeah, that's Lynch and uh, Lynch, who is Burnout's father. 
and uh, uh, Alexander Fairchild, who is Fairchild. Okay, so are uh, those are they are they married? And they're the raising all these kids together. Yeah. No, but two. that would be a great twist. I just it just seemed like that, and I just went with it. Uh, that's a great idea. That's I thought what happened was like when like they like those kids were like grown in a lab and like they mm-hmm. were slaves of the government and they broke them out and now they all live together in a van and drive yeah, and around solve mysteries. They're surviving on their love. That's what I thought was happening in the book. That's a little bad. I mean, I guess it's it's pretty close actually. It's just that it's not it's not gay. That's all. I just assumed that like they were just together and they were like we gotta save these kids and now they're just raising them all together. I mean, I, I like that. I That's like a much that better. Yeah, that is a 13. pretty good idea. So uh, they go into the party and uh, they meet. I guess one of their their uh, fellow students. So I guess they're going to school too. I guess right. But this right. but uh, this student likes to carry around a crystal dildo around her neck. She does have a crystal dildo around her neck. She also has a skirt where uh, it's got the open sides, but they're the open sides are are covered and held together with spider webs, which is pretty hot. Mesh. She got Mesh that dildo from Christian Love Toys. ChristianSexToys.com. ChristianSexToys.com. Never forget. I, I thought it was Love Toys. Well, we should probably check out because considering they are our first sponsor. Pretty sure it's Christian, Christian Love Toys. ChristianSexToys.com. I'm going to try Sex Toys. Okay. Oh, maybe oh it toys. might be Love. Looks like or maybe they went out of business. I, you know what? Honestly, oh, I could see right. Love. Yep, it is because why would they use the SEX in there? Correct. Yep. It is. Correct, Shay. It's Our not f- SEX. It's making love. It's uh, there you can buy your Gen 13 crystal dildos mm-hmm. at ChristianLoveToys.com. Yep. You go to ChristianLoveToys.com, uh, enter promo code DARKSIDE, and get 10% off your next set of Benoit balls. Yep. Sure, why not? Yep. It I might was work. Around, I was shopping the other day on Sephora, and they're now selling sex toys. So, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, I guess. If I you guess needed this- another option. I think the sex toy barrier is breaking, and it's just expected that people, especially women, are going to have sex toys. I wonder if there's JewishLoveToys.com. I'm sure. Well, you know, wouldn't or it be interesting? They just, or do they just use the Christian sex toy website? Well, that'd be that'd be blasphemous. Not really. Uh, if it's the same needs. Let's see if there's a uh, Jewish really. sex toys. Let's go looking for that. Toy Vey, the rabbi <laughs> selling kosher vibrators. <laughs> okay. kosher. Right. Things would have to be kosher. Yeah, yes, you'd have to make weird. sure. Yes. Control okay. how it's manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbi Nathan Alexander carries a box containing kosher sex toys near his home in Elazar, a ah, Jewish settlement in the West Bank. That makes total sense. Look at that. This guy looks like he is uh, being run out of town. I wonder it if does. we'll have better luck with these guys than the Christian love toys. I bet you the... The uh, kosher sex yeah. toy company would be way more chill about us. I do think that the the Jews are a lot more laid back about shit. I bet they would be pretty well. Not everything, but you know, <laughs> where where it counts. I, I don't know. It just it feels like I, like I've I've done some stuff for like Yom Kippur celebrations, and they just seem like they're having a way better time than the Christians, who are just constantly just like self-flagellating and it's fire and brimstone all the time. And then the Jews are just like singing and they've got puppets and shit. And it's like, yeah, I, I would sign up for this, sure. I work a lot of bar mitzvahs, and all the bar mitzvahs for the boys are always about how good they are at basketball. Oh yeah, they still like the b-ball. Isn't that weird? Like but it's, all of but them. But they're, but they're, but I mean, let's be honest. They're, yeah, they're like they're thirteen. Terrible. They're like four feet tall. And they're always <laughs> going to be four feet tall. And you're never going to grow. Most people are short. <laughs> Most people are short, and that's the way I like it. That's that's the main advantage I have in life. You know, I stayed short just because of you, James. 
Oh, just just to give me a little bit of a leg up? Yeah. Just give like, me a little yeah. something to, to hang my hat on? Yeah, I have enough great things about me. James can have his one yeah, thing. I get, the, I get the one thing. But but it was the but most it, important thing. Yes, turns out it's the best thing. <laughs> it turned out to be the only all. one that mattered. You can, you can coast on this for decades. Uh, so uh, they go to this party. They're going to let you leave the nursing home and wander <laughs> about. Look how tall he is. He'll be fine. It, that's Honestly, that's my ace in a hole in getting into heaven. I'm going to go up to there, and they're going to be like, you weren't baptized. Yeah, but did you see how tall I am? (laughs) Yeah, right? You could Uh, could just... But you you just go, you go, I got so tall because I was trying to have fun. Trying trying to get to heaven. I was trying to get to heaven, and I thought if I got tall, that God could see me. All you got to do is reach. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to pull down a cloud. Yeah, pull down that cloud, bro. And (laughs) and as you do, it screams and like flesh tears from the sky and Uh, blood sprays down. I'm going to yank down that book. I'm going to write my name in it. (laughs) Yeah. Give me that book. (laughs) Give me your book, John or Jim or whatever the fuck your name was. Write my name in it. Who's who's keeping an eye on the book again? It's John. Uh, Isn't it St. John? Peter or Peter. It's Peter. Or maybe Mary. Oh, shit. If I had a hammer, I I'd a hammer in the morning. Yeah. It's a Pete Seeger revival. No, <laughs> we don't. They don't have that kind of communist talk in heaven. Not in my heaven. <laughs> Not in my heaven. Not in my heaven. That commie scum went straight to Hades. I tell Is you it? what. You know, he never really talked shit about the communists, Hank Hill. No, because Hank Hill, is a he's a pretty fair guy. Yep. I, well, always, I, I like the ideas of socialism, I tell you what. I, I gotta say, because I, I remember Mike Judge uh, trying to reconcile like how he was going to deal with uh, George W. Bush on King of the Hill, because he's like, obviously Hank Hill's a more conservative guy, but there's no way in hell I can have him vote for George W. Bush. And the solution he came up with was that Hank Hill doesn't like George W. Bush, but only because he has a weak handshake. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. that's yep. perfect. Classic. Yeah, yeah I, can I love see that episode. I can see him having one, too. Oh, of course he has a weak handshake. He's never done a way. thing in his life. That's that's another toxic male thing about me. If someone has a weak handshake, I do judge them for it. Yeah, you come in hard with that first handshake to show your dominance. Yeah. I I'm am a very strong. Yeah, I'm a very strong uh, handshaker. It's just yeah. to test their vitality in case shit goes down. Yeah, I got to know who I can count on. Right. Who's yeah. another strong person? Who's going to be able to kick over this table and protect us? That's right. Not Help you, me George kick over this w. table. You, strong handshake man. <laughs> Not you, Bush. <laughs> Quick, give me give me your crystal dildo that you got from <laughs> christianlovetoy.com. Uh yeah, so anyway, yeah, that's Jacqueline and she's she's got her crystal, her crystal dildo that she keeps around her neck and she's looking great. Mm. And she insists that Burnout and Fairchild, who again are daughter are children of the original Team 7 members, she insists that they come to this VIP thing, right? That's not even his team name, that is the insult they say to him. You mm. fucking Burnout. <laughs> and well, it's weird cuz Burnout uh you notice his his little his little um soul Go-tee patch. Is red? It's not it a goatee. Like I don't think he's going down on a chick like once she's on yeah. a period. He's got his I've red wings. That. Yeah, I've had that. You, re- turn, you turn the light on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You got to get out the OxyClean. Uh, I'm not cleaning up her bed. No, sometimes uh, it's in my bed, bro. <laughs> sometimes I got to clean that well, shit. Well, I'm getting a new mattress, I guess. The it's worst is when they don't even feel like, I, I, like, I'm saying don't be embarrassed, but sometimes they just like, yeah, that happens. And then they leave. It's like, what the fuck? At least like be a little embarrassed. At least like apologize. Wow. You just slut shamed. Your well, body no, shamed. I, I don't know I, what you I, did. I, I just, <laughs> he didn't slut shame by any means. Well, it was the third shamed. time that night for this p- fictional lady. <laughs> like, you don't know what else she was doing that night. 
Uh, what was it like for the first time for you, James, when that happened? Where you turn the lights on and you look like you look like a murder victim. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think it's only happened once, and we just stopped. I think I just looked down and said, "You're bleeding." And uh, it wasn't it wasn't afterwards like we didn't really get very far into this was I was like 22. We didn't really get very far into things. And uh, the lights were mercifully on because otherwise I just would have been completely confused as to what the fuck was happening. Uh, And I just kind of put a stop to things and uh, we planned to continue later and we never did. It's happened to me so often that I recognize the taste of it. So, and then, that, then wow, I make a, that then I just taste. Make, then I just make a decision at that point where it's like, <laughs> wow. it's like, well, I've cleaned it up before. I can like just keep had going. A dirty penny in your mouth. Um, oh, P.S. to that story, uh, I was really uh, bummed that I never got another chance with the girl. And then uh, later on, I saw like her live journal or whatever, and uh, she ended up having HPV. Oh gosh! So it kind of kind of worked out okay for old James. What everybody had HPV. Well, the HPV that's actually something you need to do something about, like not just the the general meat and potatoes, mom and pop. We all have it, but the actual like this is this is an issue and it's and it's showing symptoms. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh. All right. So anyway. So anyway. But but my point is, his little soul patch or goatee or whatever it is 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 red. But normally it's the same color as his hair. So I guess this is his Halloween costume. Is he's dyed that red for some reason? Guys, oh, I know. I I'm sorry to. D- keep ignoring this comic some more but i'm staring Ooh. at a picture on james's shelf of a clown whose entire mouth is just watercolor red mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just looks like this because james clown is a gone serial killer why do you have that <laughs> uh, i think shay actually got it for me i did yeah it's just a piece of art with a sad clown on it well yeah. it has a lyric on it as well yeah it has a it has a bright eyes lyric on it okay okay you don't even know what that is, Mike. No, don't tell me. Like, you, you stopped that, at Motorhead. That, everything you just described, everything you described just sounded like a bunch of hipster up-your-own-ass bullshit. Yeah, what? What? <laughs> I gotta be in a box. I've said this before. We all have to be in one box or another. So just accept your box. I don't want to be in Mike's box. God, no. Yeah, you have to mow more lawns in your youth. Yeah, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that at all. I, I'll, I'll take the hipster scumbag. If that's, if that's what people are thrusting upon me, it's not my preference, but it's better than it's, it's better scumbag. than the alternative. Scumbags are interesting. <laughs> scumbags are not interesting. I've been around my share of scumbags. That's why girls. That's why girls date scumbags because they cause a lot of drama. They're exciting. Yeah, I'm. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in the mindless drama of white zombie fans. Yeah, guys just, like me. I'm just. I just don't want to live in that world anymore. God damn. Uh, I try not to, but I realize like I'm the. What is it? What is it, no. Uh, what is uh. Walter White say, I am the danger. I, I'm the one who knocks, yeah. No, I'm trying to get a mortgage out here. Like, I don't have time for this shit. Oh, God, it's not going to be the right year for that for another yeah. five. No. Yo, th- uh, Shay, this is, this is it. Like, there's not going to be, like, the salad days are over. No dude, one's been shit. You've been saying this for so long, Mike. Yeah, but come on. I, your, entire, <laughs> uh, your entire, like, life plan is just hoping and praying that everything collapses like if it doesn't collapse you're screwed no I'm a, i just I'm, mean I'm that right. I, I just mean that we're going into an inevitable recession and so we have to wait for the like rates to fall and everything i'm going again. with the water's poison and we're all gonna die well, of course the water's poison but That's we're gonna develop at. natural antibodies and no. immunities no 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 drink the water uh speaking of drinking uh, the Gen 13 kids, they go to drink some, uh, fruit punch, but it's actually, it's actually blood. Mm-hmm. Right. And they go, I recognize this taste and he elbows the girl next to him. Ah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, were you squatting over the punch bowl, eh? Eh? <laughs> uh, we're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Shaming women for their bodies. Look, it's just uh, a joke. Can't you take a joke after she freaks uh, out? My favorite boomer defense. It was just a joke. You can't I be pro- offended. I've yeah. most definitely said that. You use but it a this lot. Still means, this still means that period face drank blood and liked it, right? Because yep. he said he's been enjoying it too much. Yeah. Yeah, he drank yeah. the blood and he liked it. He was getting super into it, yeah. He hopes his boyfriend don't mind it. So, so meanwhile, while this is going on, uh, Grunge and uh, I guess uh, Roxy, who is um, Freefall. Yeah, Grunge and Freefall are trying to dance, uh, but their faces are weird. Yeah, Grunge <laughs> got to the DJ table and had them put on Dragula, and so everyone's <laughs> like freaking out in the, on the dance floor. Yeah, which is especially crazy because I don't think Dragula was out yet. This is 1997. No, that was. Uh, it's like 2000, 2000, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think it was out in high school. I think I had yeah heard this in high is, school. Yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, no. That uh, that was like. I don't know, 99. Oh, kind of, see what, uh, Dragula, what kind, what year was Dragula released? Um, 1998. Real close. But yeah, still, still, still prescient. Um, so anyway, they're dancing, they're like, you know, uh, those other two uh, members of our team, they've been kind of uh, abducted for a while. Maybe we should check out what's going on over there, right? They're like, yeah, no way, Uh, too busy rocking hard to this white zombie. (laughs) Well, they're listening to Bush, of course. Uh, this is what they're into. They're like, hold on, I can't leave yet. Glycerine is playing. Oh, you thought of a song. I, I, I am convinced in the last 20 minutes you did search up a Google song or a, a Bush song. You Googled a Bush song. What but it is a good one. Yeah. They do. They played that on the radio like a hundred million times growing right, up. Right, they played a lot they of did. songs that you didn't, but you didn't clock though. There's a uh, lot yeah. of things that if you just didn't like it, you just, it just didn't stay in your brain. It was. It, I mean, it, I can't think of another Bush song right now. Oh, Growing boy. up, if it wasn't on the radio, I wasn't able to hear it. Uh, Machine Head. Let's see. Uh, there were a few other hits. Uh, there was a there was a song on Razorblade Suitcase that was pretty cool. You know, all the big ones, all the good ones. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, so they they realize all right, they gotta they gotta break in, they gotta see what's going on with their friends because clearly something's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they uh, they they throw a fake hand in the blood punch to get people to go away from it, so so that Grunge can stick his hand in there and, and manipulate it. Yeah, Grunge like wipes his ass and sticks his hand <laughs> in the punch bowl, and then then he leaves the party. <laughs> Very, very based grunge. I'm starting to like this guy, <laughs> dude. If Grunge all he did was just like fuck up parties with, by being gross. I would I like mean, grunge a lot. I think that is kind of his thing. Is he's just kind of like the goober of the group, which is he's does like dumb he's shit. he's driving away, and you just hear uh, "There Goes My Hero" by the Foo Fighters like, playing <laughs> in the distance. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so uh, yeah. He's going to do this. He's absorbing the blood so that he can uh, manipulate the molecules and make like a blood god monster, right? Because uh-huh. he figures that's what they're praising. Yeah, they're, they're going to sacrifice the members of Gen 13 uh, to their, their god, their bat god. So Wink. that's the bat god from the last story. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And they mentioned something about the fathers and like them paying the price for it and everything. Exactly. And so now that James has filled us in that those were in fact their fathers yeah yeah, yeah those exactly two gay guys raising those kids well my i mean two dads yeah, yeah. The two dads the original two dads yeah and uh so the, the the remaining kids they work together they they uh levitate some things and they cause a little uh, a fog and everything so they can uh convincingly uh portray grunge as this blood monster demon god but then the real bat god comes alive and uh, everybody has to decide who the real god is here right mm-hmm. uh, just like in real life <laughs> yes and the answer is neither of them 
Well, the answer is you shouldn't have you shouldn't have paid attention to either of these. The answer is always Jesus. You should have learned about the Dulang. Uh, so then Jacqueline, for some reason, decides she's going to test her faith by just killing herself. And I guess yep. assuming that whichever God is, is real will save her. And it doesn't really no, work. I thought cause... it was just that because he says, good, you, if you sacrifice yourself, I'll get stronger. So I thought oh. she was just. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. But well, burnout... because teenage girls were super dramatic. Yeah. Yes. That's true. I am totally going to kill myself. Fine, do it. See if anybody cares. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but, do it, you stupid bitch. Uh, they ended up uh, saving her, though. They keep her from dying, the Gen 13 kids, because oh, they are well, heroes. What was the name of that book we were doing? Uh, like, we were just laughing so hard because it was about, this was a long time ago, and it was like the, there was like a crazy, uh -oh. like this guy electrocutes the house, and like uh, he was trying to, they're trying, right. to, like, they're trying uh, to recruit this kid, that but was killing his mom. That was in the All New Exiles, written by Steve Gerber from the uh, uh, Malibu comics line, and uh, that's a very old episode. That's a pre-Shea episode, so good luck finding it. Uh, but yeah, that was an interesting uh, miniseries that was portrayed as if it was just another 90s group of, of X-Men knockoffs. But the whole thing was all the characters basically were going to die at the end of the, the fourth issue. And you find out it was just a miniseries. It was never intended to go on because this mm -hmm. is a stupid thing. You have a bunch of kids fighting criminals. It's not going to work. Yep. And so, this has this has major Exiles vibes. Yeah, a little bit, except it's uh, way dumber. And it's yep. not written by Steve Gerber. Uh, so yeah. Gerber baby. Yep, he's the original Gerber baby, baby created Howard the Duck. I assume I make that joke every time his name is said. You do. You do. I'm going to put a super cut together eventually. is key. I do appreciate that. I don't mean uh, to. I just forget. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Why would you remember the names of comic book creators on a comic book podcast? <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, and so they end up uh, defeating this god somehow. And uh, they leave and everything's fine. And I guess there's really no consequences related to this at all. Yep. Just like when you do anything in your life. Yeah. Especially when you're a teenager. Who cares? And uh, then uh, the parents uh, see the invitation that says uh, something about, you know, the sins of the father and all that kind of stuff. And they realize, yeah. oh, shit, we should. They're, they're is... like, oh, my God, it's Jesus. He, he's talking about our sin of homosexuality. <laughs> all right. I don't know about that. What really happened here? Uh, so uh, they put two and two together, but then they never follow up on it. Nope. Like, oh, I just, I, just hold, I just go to bed. I sure hope you guys killed that bat guy because we didn't. Yep. We're not no, going he, back to it. They're like, you know what the best part of our relationship is? He goes, what's that? I don't got to worry about turning the lights off and getting blood all over my face and, <laughs> and sheets. <laughs> that's why they went gay. It's why <laughs> I'm considering going gay. And he's like, yep, that's the best thing. It's <laughs> the best thing. And then they Eskimo kiss. Now uh, lay out this towel in case we get some shit on your dick. <laughs> Uh, then we get to our final story in this trilogy of terror. Uh, this is Wet Works in a book called Berserker, written by Tom, oh boy, Snigowski, art by Chris Warner and Trevor Scott. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, sure, that'll do. Yep. This story uh, felt a little disconnected from the other ones, but mm -hmm. it's it's connected well enough. And uh, we see these ancient uh, this ancient Nordic dude, right? And uh, this is way in the past. Uh, it seems like, like they're cave people. Yeah, and then, he, and then it looks like they're Vikings. He is a Viking, yes. Yeah, it looks like cave people. Well, I think the cave people are attacking the Vikings. See. It doesn't really matter. The point is, there are these Viking-type guys, and they were all slaughtered, except for this one dude who is the most alpha of all. Yeah. Uh, and when he died, his soul still wanted revenge. Mm -hmm. And pretty, he has the metal. most Twitter profile picture. Yes. 
than the rest of the characters. The most Twitter-friendly profile face. Yeah, look at that. Um, and so then we flash ahead to current days, and we see that Crandall has taken up with a local tribe of vampires. Because mm-hmm, right? vampires are real. And... Vampires are the main enemy of Wetworks, which is really? basically the new Team 7. Yes. Okay. And 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 it turns out that the person that put to get wet works together uh, is the head of an organization of werewolves. Okay, this comic sounds stupid. <laughs> Little bit. Wet works is, is vampires versus uh, it's the original Twilight. You know what this needs? The editorial control of Stanley. Yes, Stanley needed to crack the Listen. whip on this thing. I was confused enough by this opening that I thought the name of this comic was Berserker. It's a little tough. It's a Would little you tough like the way to they suck my cock berserker. Huh? Clerks? Y'all remember that? Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Clerks. Would you like to make out. some fuck? Would you Is that like the next to one? Make some fuck? It was something like that. That guy was crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a cinematic masterpiece. They just released Clerks Three and I'll never see it. Is it out? Yeah. I know it was yeah. coming out. It looked oh. really bad from well the so does the others kevin smith movies kevin smith not exactly on a hot streak for the last 20 years what was the name of the movie about the cult he made it was like red something red state red state yeah I that movie's that fantastic yeah i mean he I seems like a nice that. guy it's really good i recommend I hate, it i hate the shit on him because he seems like a nice guy and he likes oh, yeah. comic books you know yeah. and he's a big comic book guy so whatever it's just and you're the, not a very good writer or director the, so. the clerks animated series was also really funny the clerks it animated was. series ran for six magnificent episodes and it was very good the second episode was a clip show of the first episode, first episode. but <laughs> they aired it out of order and i think that was the first episode they aired was the second episode which is a clip show of the first episode like what the fuck yeah how is this gonna it there's never, never gonna be a chance alec baldwin's the villain and he very yep. clearly doesn't understand yep. what's happening no yep. it's very they good. liberally like use the hard f throughout the show they do yeah very good oh, very well good they don't no, no no there's only one episode where they use the f do they well maybe, made, just, maybe, maybe my memory's just putting it in everything because i think it's such funny. a <laughs> strong input that it sent no. shockwaves throughout okay. the rest of the series here's why i know this though all right it's time travel back with me when i was a teenager and my youngest did you have big 80s perm hair when my youngest brother uh was a little shadow uh he would fall asleep with me and spend the night you know in my room with me and i have to fall asleep with something on the tv i have yes you do it's just it's weird i have to and i go through like stints of what works and at the time clerks the cartoon would work and so I would just put on the, you know, DVD and I'd let it play. It's three episodes or however fuck, you know, there many were, were on one DVD on the first. Oh, okay. I think All there right. were two DVDs. Yeah. yeah I, I know so. there were six episodes. Anyway, point being, uh, the episode where they have the clip show where they go to England and somebody comes in and asks for a pack of hard Fs. Right. Okay. And Charles, boy, I'm picks I'm up losing faith this. in this story, but okay, all right. Because the guy goes pack of f- that word, and then uh, the, Randall responds, "You're an F." And okay. my four-year-old brother proceeds to go around calling people an F. After it was, that, it was the greatest Halloween ever. That sounds like oh, when I was a four-year-old. Yeah. It's hard to tell that story without saying the word. It kind of kills the flow of it. Yeah, it does. You, you should have just said it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah, say it, Shay. Nope. I promise nope. I'll bleep it. 
<laughs> yeah. Across Zoom high five, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get I her. Mail it to her boss. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, nah, 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 nah. That's great. Nah, nah. I'm a that's nice great. guy. No, we'll use it. Then, and once Shay says it, you and I can use it. You can say it as much as we want. <laughs> You just got to break that barrier. You got to break the F barrier, Shay. Right. The most innocent one has yeah, to do it first. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah. You Once, guys, you, you straight guys are right. On, I should sh- probably cave to the come pressure. Come on, Shay. One ring to rule them all. You should. All right. So anyway, in this story, Crandall has teamed up with these vampire tribes. Crandall. And I, Crandall. And uh, I guess the leader of, so the leader of Wetworks has like a vampire killing virus and uh, they wanted to get rid of this. So so we, Crandall teamed up with the vampires to annihilate this uh, virus, but they also sent out a phony distress signal to get Wetworks to show up so they could kill Wetworks as well. Yeah, too bad okay. for them. Vaccines aren't real. Too bad for them. Vaccines are not real. They will not help you, and Bill Gates will track you that way. Maybe you now, should just have a stronger immune system. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should trust your body. Uh, now, it's I also try, worth noting. I listen and trust my own body. I just want to get my hair did. Now, it's worth noting that the leader of Wetworks is Dane from the original Team 7 20 years ago. Oh, hey, Thank now. you. He never also moved on. Missing. Dude never moved on. He just He's just this guy that keeps hanging out at his old high school. No, he's just, you know, longevity. He's the Undertaker. Yes. yes. He kind of looks like the Undertaker. Okay. Yes. So we have one, what, one, two, six people in this. And none of, none of them matter but Dane, but yes. That's fine. One person appears to have gold skin. One person appears right. to have blue skin. Right. 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 That's a uh, great later- blue skin. Everyone has gold skin. Well, they have a symbiote and they were exposed. Uh, they were kind of backstabbed, I believe, as well on a mission uh, where they were exposed to some golden symbiotes like Venom and uh, they merge with. So they all have the symbiotes that give them special powers and dexterity and things. But I guess they can kind of control when it's on or off. So is the blue guy, what's his deal? His name is Grail. That's all I know about him. He's I, I thought he, at first he was like 90s, like blue Superman. I thought it was Lobo. Or a Lobo. Lobo. Or or Dr. Manhattan or Captain Adam. He's he's more of a Nobo. (laughs) Uh, How does he talk or breathe? He's got like a like a a bane mask mask on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about Grail. It looks like a pair of like tight leather panties he just put over his face. Yeah, he likes the smell, he gets that sniffing. That's where he gets his powers. Yeah, it tastes like copper. I read a, I saw, I think a Reddit post or something like that, uh, of a dude, he was confessing that like, he just, he wants to smell his coworker so badly that whenever she gets up and leaves, he goes into her office and he smells her chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that a crime? I'm not sure. I, I would say yes. I'd say it's, it's maybe not sexual. Well, it is sexual assault, but. Is it? No. No. It's not has- assault. It's harassment. Sexual harassment. I mean, harassment? does she know that he's doing it? Cause if he's not harassing her. I mean, is it? He's just breathing air. That's like saying it's okay to put cameras in somebody's house as long as they don't see them. Well, well, it might be. Well, that's like is that technically a crime though? Like a smell isn't permanent. Yeah, you're not making copies of that smell. You're not distributing the smell. She is. Yeah, I think one of us is going to have to get in some legal trouble so we can find out how this pans out. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. You've got a couple, couple things pending, a couple irons in the fire. Yeah. All right, so anyway. Uh, so a lot they're of copper gonna, in my mouth. So the way, <laughs> it's like you were licking the floor at a bank. 
Uh, so Wetworks team is going in to uh, look into this thing and see what's see what's going on, and they they're kind of clueless. Which just seems to be a running theme is these these teams are always clueless about what's going on. Yeah, me too. But yeah. they're gonna use a ton of jet fuel anyway. Yes. <laughs> And uh, so uh, they go and they see, oh, man, we're, we're detecting uh, signs of life there. And it's, it's you know, Crandall and the vampires and everything. Crandall, and I guess he calmed Crandall. down in his old age because Dayton didn't scream, blow him up. Yeah, right. He's, he's flying around doing like a like a search pattern looking for uh, a national monument to, to blow up. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> we drop a, there's nothing to drop a grenade in here. <laughs> I found an orphanage. Is this where it's yes. supposed to go? I love how there's like a hyper, like a very terrifying looking, like muscle bound vampire, and we never see him again. Yeah, we don't want we don't want to know about that guy. Look at that guy. He's in the, like the left, right there in the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he looks great. That dude's menacing. How is he not like strong the, the teeth? main bad guy? Well, because he got a, he's got a one of those Jordy LaForge visors on, so he looks like the he looks mutant. like the Batman who laughs. It, yeah, he does. No, he looks like uh, the, oh yeah, he does. But he looks like the uh, the gang leader from the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah, the mutant leader. Yeah, that guy's awesome. That guy's pretty cool. He's probably got some good beliefs I'd like to hear about. <laughs> All right. I bet his gym habits are really good. <laughs> so uh, so Crandall uses his uh, secret ancient mystical powers to bring down the Wetworks plane, and they all crash. What? Yeah, he does. He, he can, like, he has death powers. Or maybe it's the vampire guy. I don't know. One of the bad guys... He's like a necromancer, and he summons ghosts, and the ghosts sabotage the plane? That's Look at this panel here. Okay. These are these are I like mean, space much, ghosts yeah. knocking. Yeah, these are like space yeah, look, ghosts summoning them from hell, fucking yeah. up a plane. Yeah, that's right. what's going on. So okay. they crash, and so the Wetworks team gets out and they activate their symbiotes, which I guess maybe Grail doesn't have a symbiote because he's got blue skin. I don't know. All right, but the other and ones he have also symbiotes. doesn't have pants. But he's got he's got thigh high boots on and like a speedo, <laughs> and he's got like leather uh, panties over his face. This is a super kinky character. His feet get cold. He looks like the the saxophone phone player from uh, Lost Boys, except blue. <laughs> All right, let's find oh, out a Tommy, little bit about Grail. Oh, uh, fucking! Oh God! He's pretty in, sure uh, it's not his last name. Tommy no, Chong, Tommy no, Lee, the, the the sexy saxophone guy from Lost Boys. Oh, I don't remember. His last he was name. Uh, Tina Turner's saxophone player as well. Yes, he uh, was. Let's see. I what still, do we? Ta- uh, Tim Capello. Yeah, Tim Capello. That's glad right. I know that. Uh, let's see, his symbiote, oh, so he's also got a symbiote, but his is blue, I guess. Okay. Um, he's made of solid energy, and he can project, project force fields and such. Okay. Uh, so he can't touch he anybody. So, why is he so ripped? Because he just imagined it. He willed it into place. Dude, he's insanely ripped. Yes. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're made of energy, I'm going to shape that in whatever shape I feel like. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like ridiculous. I can't even look at him. Give myself a 15-inch dong. Like, how could you attain that much mass and stay that lean? It's around? not mass. He's just like a bubble of electromagnetic energy, basically. Dude, I want some of that electromagnetic yeah. energy in my butt. Yeah, right in the butt. Well, maybe we could find you something on one of these websites. <laughs> yeah, right? From Make sure it's kosher. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, so then uh, Crandall the, shows up. The Crandall, yes. lo- Crandall looks like Joe Biden. <laughs> God, he really does. A little bit does, in these actually. pictures, yeah. He Speaking does. of smelling chairs. <laughs> oh, that's really gross. Oh, wait, that's not what I meant to do. I didn't mean sexy boy. What was I going to do? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I had, oh, man, I don't have a, let's see what I have on here. I know I've got something appropriate. Maybe this. Open and close your legs like a 
like a no, that's not it. No, I guess I don't have a. I don't have Mike, Michael Jordan telling you to stop and get some help anymore. All right. gotta, we need all new ones anyway. Yeah, no, that not all new my, ones. There's some, there's some classics. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm constantly slowly updating it, but I'm not going to lose things like this. Like the horses or sheep? Or sheep? No, that one's too new. There's a lot. Of, it's well, it's been a year. Yeah, a year is good to keep it. I mean, I'm not going to get rid of this. Bozy, bozy, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't things. care about that one anymore. You don't care about the. <laughs> it's not a very David Lee thing for you to say. I mean, it's kind of haunting. It's like he, it's like it's if David Lee Roth is dead and he's haunting your house. Yeah, I want to have that for when he does die. You know, that's the ghost of David Lee Roth. Right, he's haunt. He's haunting your recording studio. <laughs> so uh, we're calling we're calling Crandall Joe Biden. It's just done. Yeah, so look at Joe him. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> he also does. There's this thing in this panel, and I don't understand it. Why otherwise competent artists will do this is they'll have the center of a person's face in shadow. Like it's got two hard light sources on the left and right, and I don't. That's not physically possible. Oh, because his hand, his arms are glowing. So yeah, he does have two light sources on the side of his face. Okay, fair, but wouldn't that mean that his head would have to be concave? It, well, it also would be like his oh. whole his whole head would be lit up though. Yeah, it's confusing. It's just know. not drawn well. Check the YouTube. We'll put it on the YouTube and make sure you're a subscriber, or we'll know. Yeah, they're right? not gonna do it because I don't do it either. <sighs> but we'll. You can't just have a podcast for free. You got to give something. Yeah. You got to give until it hurts. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Pro- no, it's not even hurt. It's just clicking the stupid button. Yeah. Nowadays, nowadays, that's that's all uh, today's weak generation can handle. Oh, my goodness. You know, there's, it, like, I, I read something on Twitter. I don't know if it's real, but it's like, uh, I say guess. Say it anyway. Th- thumbs up. The thumbs up yeah. should be canceled because so, of microaggressions. Yeah, that was basically just a Reddit thread that somebody said, well, this can be a trend. And they took like a Reddit thread of like probably two angry people and turned it into like a trending headline and, and got all the got everybody all whipped up into a frenzy. Sweet. Yeah, I started thumbs up everything after that. Yep. Well, it's that, again, nobody actually cares. It's 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 a couple of people on Reddit that cared. I cared is, because at the moment I thought I was you thought you were you thought you were yeah, hurting people no this is how they get you they make up this bullshit or they find one or two people that have a problem with something and they make it seem like it's a trend and they they create culture wars out of fucking nothing mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway back to this that, that is pretty fun though i the only reason i i don't do it is because i haven't figured out i'm not ahead of the curve Yeah, you're not good enough at it yeah yeah, yeah but yeah, i would yeah Stir up that conservative anger and the and the liberal anger, yeah. Just all that anger, just stir point it up. At, yeah, just point them at each other and just yeah. sit back Shaky, and shaky. And do that that gif of the guy uh, putting out the 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 seat and eating popcorn just to yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so a fight ensues as it naturally would, and Dane gets stuck inside an ice cave or some shit, right? So do the vampires have like really long red eyebrows? Sure. You sure. see that? It like wraps around. Like they're tucking it behind their ears. Oh, I don't think that's eyebrow. Yeah, it's something unique. Yeah, they have some sort of weird uh, flange that comes off the side of their head. Is this yeah. supposed to be the future or the present? This is nine. This is nineteen ninety seven. This is in real time, baby. Okay. Yeah. So that's why Crandall wasn't at the blood party. Yeah, he was doing this. It's like, oh, oh, I'd really like to go to the blood party, but I got to do this other shit. I got some of these ghosts. They're the ghosts <laughs> of plane mechanics. Uh, they know and, how to dismantle jets. So, uh, Crandall goes into this uh, cave to get his revenge on Dane, right? Yeah. And uh, Crandall uses his necromancy powers 
uh, to animate, I guess, what he thinks are going to be spirits that are going to do his bidding. But instead, he accidentally animates our uh, Viking warrior from the beginning of the story. Yep. And the Viking warrior sees uh, Dane's golden symbiote and fuses with it. Yep. And uh, uh, Crandall goes from Joe Biden to Willem Dafoe. He does. He does. He's, he's, he's running the gamut here. Not the most consistent artwork. Nope. Mm-mm. I'll tell you what's consistent is blue guy's fucking physique. Look at this <laughs> he, motherfucker. He doesn't give a shit. He's no, like he looks Ronnie great. Everyone Colden. is just muscles. None of these people have yeah, bones. They are muscle just bones. muscles. Do y'all know who Ronnie Coleman is? No. Look him up. I know da- I know Dabney Coleman is. No, Any look, relation? No, look up Ronnie no. Coleman. Ron- Ronnie. I'm, Ronnie. I think it's Rodney or maybe it is Ronnie. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, look no, at this dude. No. no. Look at this dude. It's uh, unfucking real. So this is a um, uh, bodybuilder uh, who looks like uh, he basically uh, skinned Terry Crews, wore him as a jacket, and then it got wet, and so it stuck to him and clung Dude. really hard. But he's like, there's videos of him lifting weights, and he's like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his his glutes. Look at his butt. Dude, he's insane looking. He has the the anti Hank Hill butt. He has too dude, much butt. Dude, look at that. Dude. That's Ronnie Coleman, bro. He wow. he bodybuilded so hard he shattered his spine. <laughs> they put it back together with a cage, and yet he still lifts weights. <sighs> all all for for a, a sport that doesn't exist. Yeah, that no one asked for. Yeah, nothing. There's no reason to be that way. Right. It's like who could take the most drugs? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, we go back to this wet work story, and I guess, I don't know if they can all do this or what, but one of them pulls a gun out of his symbiote, like uh, like out of his stomach. Yeah, yeah he right, does. Right. And the other one's offended by this. He's not used to it, so I guess he can't do it. Yeah, know. but we know that like, machine guns kill vampires. Yeah, And sure. so do like, raves, glow, rave glow sticks. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what Grail is rocking. Right, where does he... So did someone make him those tubes? I would guess he's just focusing his energy into into tubes. So they're his tubes. Listen. I think so. Do you remember the song Sandstorm? It's just in his head 24-7. I don't know what that is. I don't know that either. Are you thinking of the, Sandinista? Unless it's a no. white zombie song, I don't know the, it. The, oh, I can't sing a fucking dance song from the 90s. I, I think you, you should. Yeah, maybe you should. Is it really Can, should. You probably should. Can, should, must, and will. <laughs> Well, this died because I thought everybody fucking knew the song Sandstorm. Nope. No. You really you you hinged that on my knowing '90s dance music. Yeah, right. I'll all well, I because knew... Sandstorm was like the song. Yeah, but unless it's made by Bush, I don't know it. Uh, okay, we're gonna cue this up. I can't imagine I'll regret this. We're gonna skim right ahead. Yeah, skim ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. I vaguely know this. Yeah. I don't know that this is a song. It's this not. is a ringtone looped around for four minutes. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But the time well, it was Well, if you'd actually famous... let it play more than one and a no, half no, seconds, no, James, no. you might actually... No, you're no, the one no, who no, always no. tells Piece me to move it. along no, and cr- no. hurry things up and... No, no, this is a, a very... I think this is it. Yeah, that's it. You got the gist of it. Thank you. Yeah, all right, great. Great. Well, we padded that episode out pretty well. Yep. So, uh... It's cr- the, the book's still not over. 
Yeah, well, over. we're getting there. We're getting pretty much over. It's all over. But the crying here. Uh, oh, so Crandall, Crandall lost an arm. Crandall is distressed because now the Viking spirit has merged with the symbiote, which is also merged with Dane and turned into some sort of golden uh, mega god. Yeah, right? he's turned into an mega Amana, Viking. He turned into an Amana Marth album cover. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah. Yes, fair enough. I figure I figure we're throwing out stuff that the other guys don't know. So yeah, sure. Like throw out some. Yeah. Yeah. Amana Marth. Yeah. He turns into Super Shredder, basically. Yeah, he we turns can into all agree Kevin with Nash. <laughs> uh, and so now he's just going ham on everybody. He's killing vampires. He's killing anyone who gets in his way because he wants to rest finally. Man, that's who should have played Cable was Kevin Nash. Why the, actually... fuck, why the fuck is Josh Brolin Cable? That's a pretty good fit. I yeah, deal with that. He's supposed to be like eight feet tall. Like, well, the only the time case? I've seen Kevin Nash act is on an episode of Detroiters, and he acted very differently. He was a very kind, nice, composed man. So He was in one of the Punisher movies, but he didn't have any lines. Oh, yeah? But he was stabbed for real. I guess like uh, the, the actor who played the Punisher legit stabbed him. I'm betting whoever made that uh, movie had a few lines. Yeah. Right? yeah, I know. I had a few when I watched it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so this guy's killing everybody, and uh, Crandall's like, "Dude, why are you gonna kill me? I didn't do anything." He's like, "Well, you smell like evil." Yeah. Right. Uh, and 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 menstrual blood. He smells like. You taste like copper, and <laughs> I love the taste of copper. So he cuts off uh, Crandall's head, and that kind of ends that, right? Yep. And he goes, "The children can go hair sniffed free from now on." <laughs> Uh, so then he sees uh, th- this this mega Viking. He sees all of the souls of his dead friends who are like, dude, come to Valhalla. It's fucking sweet. And he's like, okay. And he's he like, leaves the yeah. body of Dane. And he says, and he says, do I have to get baptized or anything to get in there? And they go, fuck, no, you don't. You mean that magic water that guy Mike carries around? <laughs> nah, don't worry you about You don't need that. that. You don't need that shit. No, that Valhalla, a, you come right in. That guy's a hard F. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, he leaves Dane's body, and the rest of Wet Works is like, "Hey, dude, uh, are you right? That looked pretty fucking metal. Are you okay?" And he goes, "You guys realize that this this metal symbol really makes my abs just go fucking pop, Ronnie Coleman style. Am I right?" Uh, and it's just an awkward plane ride back because nobody wants to address that. Yeah, they all just they stare forward, just like, like oh, yeah. he's right there in the last panel. Cool, cool. Like you are ridiculously uh, jacked. This reminds me of a cartoon from the '90s called GI Joe Extreme. Yes. Uh, Extreme was uh, the 90s equivalent of Plus or Max that we have now. G.I. Joe Extreme, that was also like everyone was Cable. Yeah, everyone was Extreme. Cable was so popular in the 90s. He well, So popular. Here's the thing is, I don't think it was that Cable was popular, but what Cable represented and all the things that looked like Cable were the biggest thing in the world. But nobody, that, was my I don't, bro- that, that was my brother's favorite comic book character was Cable. Yeah, I don't think people knew Cable in general unless you were a comic book reader. But but they saw that aesthetic everywhere. Yeah, Weird. Just like your abs are bigger than most people's pecs. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Dane's like, yeah, actually, I, I, I feel fine now, even though I'm still a freak symbiote and I'm covered in someone's blood. And they just kind of end it there. Yeah, but yeah, I feel good. Yeah, feel fine. Whatever. Oh, I feel really good, dudes. I feel great. And he collapses. Like, let's just get out of here, huh? Speaking of getting out of here, uh, that's the end of that book. Thank God. Woo! Yeah, that wasn't that didn't work out. What do we think of this? Uh, this was trash. But yeah. my uh, revamp, my my retelling of the Gen thirteen origin story is pretty great. Yeah, it did elevate it a click. Uh, Shay, what'd you what'd you think of this book that you picked uh, and you are responsible for? I fucked up, y'all. 
Yeah, yeah. Not, um, not Shay, don't feel bad. Not everyone can pick the book about the devil with two thousand dollars. The best comic book we've ever done. Uh, yeah, this was really bad. But uh, I mean, it's also Halloween, and I didn't like the other books. I didn't think they were good either. Uh, so I mean, what the hell? Five out of five haunted temple eggings. All right. There go. I mean, whatever. Who cares, right? Like nobody's keeping track. Who gives a shit? It's a perfect book. It's a perfect well, book. What I also really like about the the story about the the, the comic book with the devil with two thousand dollars is when you told us that uh, one of those stories was just ripped off from a different comic. When they just totally. yeah, it was swiped from another comic. Yeah, very dark size couch approved. It's almost it was, the perfect comic book. That that could have been the template. That might be the Rosetta Stone for understanding dark size couch is uh, the thing from uh, earlier in this month, our first Halloween comic. Um, so yeah, that was Halloween. That was our Halloween spooktober. Um, I wasn't scared, unfortunately. No, and I am, no. I am a weak little boy. I don't know that, like that, that one story about, uh, that devil gorilla who's a vampire wearing the sombrero. He's pretty scary. <laughs> all right. You got to go back to the thing for all that. You probably should go back to the thing for all of this. I was pretty proud of the book I picked. That one was great. Um, <laughs> well, I think we need to get out of this episode. I think we need to get out of this book. I think we need to get out of October. Mm-hmm. And we need to talk about what's coming up next because it might actually be good. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, next week, uh, two weeks from now, actually, I should say, in November, uh, it's time for Batman. Mm-hmm. Finally, Woo! mercifully. Uh, every 10 episodes, we do a Batman book. Uh, it's a proud Dark Side Scout tradition. And uh, we're going to do it again. All right. Here's hoping for one of mine where he gets turned into something. I, so I did notice we have nine books on this, uh, the wheel, the special Batman wheel uh, that we're going to spin and see what we're going to. Oh, I should take digital justice off since we already did that, but oh, I would man, do it again. Yeah, we, uh, I think we've learned to no longer trifle with the wheel. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's we, let's we pay for it. The wheel knows best. The wheel does know best. Um, so I think we have a pretty fair distribution. We've got a couple of, uh, comic books that I pick that may not be all just total shit. And then we've got some of Mike's weird zebra comics. I think those that's for what's best for the show or is what the ones I pick. Well, I mean, I picked digital justice that worked out pretty well. It was all right. It was, it was pretty great. It was, it was um, pretty weird. All right. Well, that. of course, whenever we, uh, whenever we spin the wheel, we've got to uh, play some spinning music. So let's see what we've got this episode. Slick, round and round from the, the Mamas and the Papas. It's kind of spooky. She's Wait, sort of what? witchy. That's Grace Slick from the Mamas and the Papas. Wasn't she the Mamas? And the, wasn't she one of the Mamas? No, Grace Slick was Jefferson Airplane. Oh yeah. Oh hippie music. Yeah, garbage, <laughs> dumb shit. Sorry, I was picking that. I, I didn't write that down. I just was remembering. Eh, she seems like she was in the Mamas and the Papas, but she wasn't because they were folky. The My son fights folky. in Vietnam. Yeah, that's pretty much. That's pretty much the gist of 70s music. But Dude, this I, is pretty fucking metal. It's not bad. Well, this is from the 80s, technically. Damn. Yeah. This I'm is one of her solo her records. Fucking Grace Slick's fucking metal band. It rips. <laughs> she went for it. She went for it. Uh, kind of spooky, kind of witchy. I think that's a good way to end a Halloween. Holy shit, this fucking rips. I'm going to listen to this. Like, Have you this never? Weird. Yeah, this is the chick that sings one White Rabbit. She's I didn't know fight. she made a metal band in the 80s and it ripped. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, this is from, I think, maybe her third solo record. And then she Holy made a, crap. <laughs> then she made like a, a new wave album called Software, which did not do well. And then she never this made is, another album again. This is well, really Also, eventually, we, get, we built the city, so... 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I learned that I don't that know, as well. dude. This could have been like a Dio album, really. I wouldn't, <laughs> if it was sung by Dio, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought twice. That's fair. All right. Well, uh, that's good spin of music. Fuck yeah, dude. Hey there, New York. Uh, oh my god, that was so terrible. That was so terrible. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And We're you guys doing, did it so well. Not doing the kiss bit. I didn't do it. That was a mic bit. All right. Uh, so let's spin the wheel. Let's spin the bat wheel. See what we're looking at next time. I want to order a gray slick t shirt and cut the sleeves off. Fuck yeah. Oh no. All right. Okay. Uh, it seems old. Batman 97 from 1956. I think Mike recently put this on the list, or at least it's the most recent one on the list. And I literally added this to the wheel today. Uh, and Mike's description is a dog discovers Batman's secret identity. Uh, see, I'm in. I'm, all right. See, this is what we should be going for. I'm, I'm, like, this is the kind of comics that I, we should be doing. I'm oh, not, man. James not, is going to love it because it starts with a Batman logo and Batman is pink. I Batman know, I is pink. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying I like to have variety. I like to hit a lot of different things. Yeah, Featuring yeah. the return of the Bat Hound. All right. That Ooh, might be the dog Ace. that discovers a secret. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> come all right. on. You guys don't want right. to Ace has discovered our that is, Ace yes. is the place. That is He's Ace the bat to be bat too good a detective. Oh, that implies great. that Ace is not only not their dog, but that he decided <laughs> to become a, a vigilante on so, his own to the and good to the yeah. point where Batman brings him into the fold, but and no one knows. And actively says he's getting to be too good a detective. Right. So <laughs> he started out. He started out with mediocre detective skills, but he kept at it. And now he has apparently discovered that Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are Batman. I guess and Robin. somehow he put two and two together. He wandered upstairs from the Batcave into yeah. the mansion and saw that there were all these photos of Dick and Bruce and grabbed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of them, they're actually in their Batman and Robin costumes. They forgot to take it off before the picture. Also, he'd be able to smell them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really. That's the, I mean, call it detective work, but I just call it you know hound sense. You're okay, so you're the Batman expert. Is that the case? Uh-oh. Is that is Ace the Bat Hound not Bruce Wayne's dog? You know, that's a good question. I I mean, it seems like he's not. He's not a character who we saw a lot of because he's someone else's dog. I think he may just be a dog that just kind of wandered in, and yeah, they, they who gave him the mask? Alfred. He's uh, bored. <laughs> yeah, he wears a little mask with ear holes cut out. Because if it's like Batgirl, that would imply that he made a... his own Batman. Maybe he that's may just, uh, it looks like it might just be one of Batman's old masks. Oh, yeah, one of the ones that he sweated up too much. Yeah, or maybe it's a pair of his bottoms and they just cut holes in. For the oh, it does look like his trunk's just upside down. No, <laughs> <laughs> He's just wearing, he's yeah. wearing Bruce Wayne's underwear. So what happens is he well he was upstairs right and he was yeah. smelling around he got yeah. the Batman's dirty underwear yes he did underwear just went over his face and then he got found the photo and came back downstairs and yep. they they think he's a genius okay yes. so that like, dog they, is so smart and they're and they're just busy cooking crystal meth they're just <laughs> cooking some things all right um I'm looking forward to this I'm going to do two <laughs> things before the next episode I'm going to work on my whistling. Yep, and I am going to learn the secret origin of Ace the Bat Hound. Mm-hmm. I will say they brought him back in the 90s when Azrael was Batman. And uh, Azrael, of course, refused to take care of this dog at all. Uh, so he was, uh, also Batman's dog in Batman Beyond. Oh, really? They brought Ace into Batman Beyond as well. I never actually. Yep. OK, uh, but also uh, who ended up taking care of the 90s Ace the Bat Hound was Harold, who is a mute hunchback freak 
who Bruce Wayne basically uh, oh, adopted. Harold. Harold he, Bruce Wayne adopted him and just said, you can live in my cave. And he just hung out in the cave like as a mechanic. And then when Azrael showed up, like nobody bothered to tell Harold, hey man, Azrael's Batman now, so maybe you want to like, you know, get out of here or do something like that. So Harold was just hidden in a cave somewhere taking care of this dog while Azrael destroyed the city. What happened to Harold? Uh, I think I think they brought him back again eventually in recent years. Maybe? I can't remember. He was, uh, like, he was just homeless for a while, then goes back. Kind of, yeah, he just kind of floated away. I mean, he, you know. He's a pretty he problematic a, character. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah, you can't have Harold. Cancel Harold. Um, okay. Well, all right. I'm looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to anything after the trilogy of Awful here. Um, Shay, you got any plugs for us here? Yeah, I do. Uh, listen to White Zombie, Bush, yep. and us on Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and any other podcast app. You just, uh, and you can subscribe to us. And uh, plus, you can listen on DarkSidesCouch.com. And please note that this does not apply to White Zombie or Bush, only to Darkside's nope. Couch. You probably also can't hear White Zombie or Bush on any of the other podcast apps as they are podcast apps. They are podcast apps, but Spotify, I bet, has uh, both of those bands that you can enjoy. enjoy It's on uh, YouTube because that's where I steal my music. Speaking of, find us on YouTube at Darkside's Couch. Oh, wait. Psych. We don't have a YouTube name. Well, we don't have our own URL because you guys aren't pulling up your end of the deal here. So go there. Hit subscribe, ding the bell, get them numbers run up, all right? Yeah, because it would be a lot easier for me to just say, see how tall we all are at Darkside's Couch on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, but I can't because that's not what our YouTube is. Yeah, it's not what our YouTube is, but it's going to be by gum if we have to buy all the bots in the world. Uh, All right, I think that's it. We're going to get out of here. I'm going to look for some underwear to sniff. Uh, Anybody got any final thoughts before we get out of here? I have to buy OxyClean in bulk. Shay. What? Tata for now, Christian Crusaders. We'll talk to you next time on the couch. Do you find something comical about being unbaptized? Yeah. Everyone needs to get into heaven. Even the very tall. Should I therefore be made the subject of fun? I guess so. Well, it- <laughs>